Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Menashe. Today is another AMA episode, that is, Ask Me Anything. I love to answer your questions, and if you have a question you think is going to be of broad interest, send it in. I'll answer it live on the air. Send your questions to victor at victorjm.com. That's victor at victorjm.com. Today's question comes from Mark in Montreal, and he writes, I recently got an as-built appraisal report that I wish to use for financing a new apartment complex in a semi-rural location with lots of industry and extremely low vacancy. The appraiser is quoting a higher cap rate than I was expecting, and he's citing the following. First, he's using comparables that are a couple of hundred miles away in the same province. Second, he's stating that the Bank of Canada has not lowered interest rates, when in fact multifamily lends on more of a floating bond rate. And then third, his only comparable in the same market appears to be an inferior product with less amenities. Fourth, he's saying that the site is not serviced, but we actually already have approvals from the city that they're going to be providing that in time for construction. What kinds of arguments can I make to gently push the appraiser towards a more favorable cap rate? Well, Mark, this is a great question. It is true that the increase in interest rates has contributed to a change in the economic situation for rental properties. At the same time, the higher rates have dramatically reduced the number of transactions for multifamily properties across both the United States and Canada. Appraisers have three methods that they use to evaluate a property, and after examining all three of these methods, they determine which of these three is the most appropriate to use. The three methods are replacement cost, multiples of net income, or cap rate, and third, comparable sales. The notion of value is subjective. At the end of the day, it is nothing more than what someone is willing to pay for that particular item. So that third method, comparable sales, is by far the preferred way of assessing value. Now, if you have a very liquid market and a massive amount of data and the product you're evaluating is highly commoditized, determining value is easy. I mean, think about a barrel of oil. Millions of barrels of oil are traded every day in the futures market This specific barrel of oil is not intrinsically more valuable than the next one to be traded or the one that was traded just a moment ago. These items are highly comparable. But what about real estate? We know that the value associated with a property is hyper-local. And since market conditions can and have changed rapidly, sales data from a year ago is probably too old to be a reliable measure. The market you're developing in is a small market. By definition, there's going to be very few, if any, comparable sales and even fewer recent ones. If you're building a brand new product in a market that has seen very little in the way of new construction, it's going to be very difficult to find any comparable sales. And if there was going to be any recent sales data, it would be from older buildings that by definition are no longer comparable. So it's not a surprise that the appraisal has major flaws. In fact, given the circumstances, it would be a miracle if you did get a good appraisal. The appraiser did the only thing they could do, which is pull data from too far away to be relevant. The current cost of construction is high compared to older product in the market, so it would be very hard to argue that the value is replacement cost. In fact, if they did argue that the finished product was valued at replacement cost, that's the equivalent of doing a whole lot of work, assuming a ton of risk, for the chance to trade a $100 bill for 520s. You might do it, but what's the point? The whole idea behind building a new apartment complex is to create value. So replacement cost is not terribly helpful in assessing the value of the project. So that leaves only one more method, which is the multiples of net income, or the inverse of that, which is the cap rate. But here, too, there's a problem. There's not one single cap rate in the market for all buildings. A brand new A-class building is going to trade at a lower cap rate than an older C-class building. 
And if the appraisal is too aggressive in its valuation, the lender is simply going to disregard the appraisal and write in their own number, which is likely to be even more conservative than a slightly conservative valuation from an appraiser. I've spoken to numerous appraisers lately who've said that lenders are simply not accepting appraisals and they are now writing in their own numbers. So back to your question, what can you do? Well, appraisers are data-driven. If you have a third-party market study, you might be able to pull some data from the market study that would be helpful to your cause. Now, second, since you don't have any local comparable transactions, if you could find some other new construction workforce housing projects in the shadow of industry where the market characteristics are similar, you might be able to make the argument that these could be considered more comparable than the properties the appraiser chose for their analysis. If you're going to provide alternate data, focus on getting numerous examples. One or two examples might not make a compelling argument. And when making an argument for a cap rate, you're really looking for properties that have changed hands recently at those cap rates. Now, it sounds like the appraiser is really struggling to even justify their own analysis. So help them with additional data that could be relevant. We recently had a surprise on an appraisal, and we came back to the appraiser with six pages of comments on their report. And some of what we used to argue our case was data from a market study prepared by another individual in the same firm. The key here is not to taint the appraisal. You want to make sure that you maintain that independence, but you can definitely point the appraiser to data that they can go verify independently. I want to thank you, Mark, for a fabulous question. And for the listeners at home, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.